Hey everyone, today for our bonus episode on going to K-pop concerts for newbies, I will be joined by two guests, my cousins and concert buddies, Jojo and Teeny. Say hi. Hi, I'm Jojo and I like Yoongi. She says she likes Yoongi, I don't think people heard that. Hi, I'm Teeny and I have been a K-pop fan for nine years. Jojo and Teeny got me into K-pop, and we've been going to K-pop concerts together for several years now. Most recently, we went to see 80s. 80s. But the reason I wanted to make this bonus episode is because when we were preparing to see the 80s concert, I saw so many questions on social media from people whose first K-pop concert, or in some cases their first concert ever, was going to be this 80s concert. Also, I made another episode about how we prepared for and what all happened when we went to see BTS Permission to Dance in Las Vegas. So if you're interested in that topic, please make sure to check out that episode as well. So I wouldn't call us experts in K-pop concerts or anything, right guys? No. No, we're not experts, but we have been to a bunch of concerts now, and I saw those questions, like I said, on social media. So in case you're planning to go to a K-pop concert and you have any questions, I can let you know that personally I've been to K-pop concerts in several cities and states here in the U.S., as well as even on several different continents. And we'll go over some of the common things you typically find at K-pop concerts everywhere. So, are you guys ready? Yes. Mm -hmm. So, let's talk about some basics about going to the concert. You see the announcement that your fave is going on tour, and the first thing you want to do is figure out which city you're going to go to see them at, and which venue. So, why don't you tell us some more, Teeny, about going to check out venues? So some things you have to look for when scoping out the venue are seating charts. Normally the arena or venue will have a map of how their seating charts normally are so you can see the layout of how the concert would be and where you would like to sit potentially. Yeah, so sometimes K-pop concerts are in small venues like really small intimate clubs or they're in like theater auditoriums or they might be in a sports stadium complex arena. And so one thing you can do is go to the website of the venue and check out what the seating plan is like, where the stage is, what the setup and the lay of the land is. What's one really good tool for figuring out where you might want to sit in a venue? There's multiple websites that show you a certain seat from the venue that your K-pop idol is at. So if you can't find the exact seat, you can get an idea of where you sit so you can see how far or close you are to the idol. Yeah, so there's websites where you can check out a venue and people who've been at that venue to see other shows will upload photos and they'll upload the information as to where their seat was. So if they were like in row 10, you know, section C, seat 12, then you can look that up and take a look and you can also approximate what your view would be like compared to what their photos are like. So if you're like, oh, I really want to make sure I'm on this side of the stage or I'm based exactly in the center, head on, you can check that on these kinds of websites. So that's another one of our recommendations to check out those websites where you can see what the view will be like from the seat you're in. What's another thing, Teeny, that you want to consider when checking out the venue? Another thing you would probably want to consider is seating versus standing seats on the floor. So some venues and arenas, depending on who is promoting the concert, they will have seats sort of like folding chairs on the floor which normally people just sit down and then stand up when the concert starts or it's all standing and then you just stand on the floor for the whole concert. So some venues the entire place is standing room only so you'll have to stand for the duration of the show and just to let you know k-pop concerts if they're a really big group with a lot of songs can take about three hours to see a whole concert so you have to make sure that if you're going to a venue and it's all standing room or if you're choosing standing areas in which to be 
that you can stand for the duration of the time. And then other places may have certain seats or some places the floor, if it's like a sports stadium, the floor may have chairs there. And you have to check concert by concert because sometimes uh, one venue may have seated floor for one concert, but not for another concert. Another thing to consider when looking at the venue is the logistics of parking, food options, specifically if you have any food restrictions, prohibited items that you can't bring into the stadium or into the venue, how you will manage any medical needs, like if you need to have a certain medical device or you're taking medicine during the concert, how you can manage that with the venue, the amenities around the area in which the venue is in, such as after the show, if you get really hungry, you want to catch, you want to get some food. You want to know also what time the doors open, whether or not you can pay with card or cash, or a lot of stadiums are cashless, for example, right now. How ticketing will go, how close the venue is to where you'll be staying or to your home, how easy it is to get to via public transportation or with traffic, and also the general safety of the area that the arena or venue is in. So now that we've scoped out our venue, let's talk about ticketing. Jojo? Sometimes you don't know anything about the price of a ticket until you get into the ticketing site. But if you can, you can find out about the other price tiers, like the different seatings and VIPs, and determine ahead of time, like, where will you sit based on those tiers. And you don't want to make a last-minute decision because you might not get what you want. Well, actually, I feel like if you make a last-minute decision, you'll end up spending way more than your budget because you get so panicked and you'll buy, like, the tier you don't want. The other thing you want to make sure about is ticketing dates. So the tickets for a show goes on sale at various dates and times. And if you're planning to travel for your show, you want to pay close attention to the time zone because often ticketing time starts at the local time of the venue. So for example, if you live in LA, but you want to attend a show in NYC, the tickets may go on sale at 1 p.m., but that's probably going to be 1 p.m. New York time. So that means you need to make sure that you're able to grab those tickets at 11 a.m. LA time due to the time difference. What's another piece of advice you have, Teeny? Another piece of advice is joining pre-sales. If you really want to go to a concert, it's important for you to pay attention to the different types of pre-sales that are available for the concert. Usually, the pre-sales will sell tickets at different dates and times depending on whether you're a general sale, VIP, and there's also might be a ticketing limit for pre-sales. For example, you might only be able to buy one to two tickets for a specific pre-sale. Yeah, and to that end, another big piece of advice we have is that if the group you're planning to see has an official fan club, you may want to make sure that you are a member of that official fan club because a lot of times they'll have official fan club pre-sales. And in that case, they will open ticketing to the official members of the fan club first, which means ideally you'll get first pick of the seats in the venue. Sometimes though with K-pop, being a fan club member is most beneficial if the show you are seeing is actually in Korea. Also, finally, with pre-sales, sometimes there's venue pre-sales, ticketing site pre-sales, and credit card pre-sales, as well as other pre-sales that you can try and look out for. Okay, so Jojo, tell us about actually ticketing. Some ticketing sites offer the option where you let the system automatically choose the best seats. Like, if you want floor, that's a good idea, but if you don't and don't have the money, it may not be worth it. And we've been lucky enough to get VIP to some shows sometimes. Teeny, can you share a little bit of information about VIP and whether or not it's worth it? So some shows come with VIP, obviously. But depending on the concert you're going to, sometimes VIP just includes a lanyard and early access into the venue. But sometimes it includes benefits such as sound checks or meet and greets. So depending on whether you want a lanyard or not. You can decide if you want to go to VIP. 
Yeah, another thing that's really popular for people to do when they're going to general admission, open floor, where just you're standing and everyone is just going to, as you walk in, first come, first serve, get to stand where you want to stand, is they will camp out. What is camping out? Okay, so what you do, and this is for shows outside of K-pop as well for camping out, is sometimes you spend the night the night before or you show up at like four in the morning and you just wait outside all day in whatever elements that are out there in order to try and get the best seat in the house, aka the best standing position in the on the floor. So if you want to be right on that, what everyone says, barricade, you know, like right up on the stage, or if you want to be like in a certain specific part of the floor, like a certain side, like, you know, your, your favorite, your bias is going to be on the left side of the stage, then you could try it and rush over to the, the left side of the stage. Now, one thing I want to point out about barricade, even though everybody seems to want it, is that sometimes when you're that close to the stage, there'll be like monitors or spotlights or speakers or something somewhat blocking your view. And you're so close to the stage that you can't even see every member because sometimes they might be dancing kind of more towards the rear part of the stage. Sometimes they're at the front of the stage. Sometimes they're on some other side of the stage completely. But your view, since you're right up against that stage, is not going to allow you to see everyone. So do keep that in mind when it comes to camping out, general admission, and floor seats, and trying to get barricade. One other thing you have to worry about once you are attending a concert is all the various timelines at the venue. They usually email about the lineup times and the door times. And then when you get to the venue, they usually tell you about when the merch opens. And also, if you do have VIP, they do tell you the sound check times. They email you separately about it. And also, there's wristbanding at a certain time that you should line up. Yeah, so it's definitely a lot to keep track of. They usually don't tell you until just before, so like the day before or two days before, that, you know, this is the time that you need to line up to get into the building. This is the time the doors of the building open. This is when the merch stands open. And you have to really be conscious of that, especially because there could be last minute changes. So try really hard to pay attention to your email, check social media, listen to the staff that's working there. So one really cool thing about K-pop concerts is some extra activities. So I'll mention one and I'll let Tini explain some of the others. But one example is cup sleeve events. A lot of times fan clubs will organize cup sleeve events where you go to a coffee shop and the paper sleeve that goes around your cup to protect your hands from the temperature of the cup will be themed in the group that you're going to see. So, Tini, what are some other extra activities that might happen at your concert? Other extra activities could include sound check, which is what it sounds like. It's basically when the group comes out and they test their mics, they test make sure all the monitors are working, stuff like that. And you just get to see them a bit earlier before the show starts. There's also meet and greets. Examples of meet and greets can be high touch, which is when you go around the line of your group and high five each of the members. There's fan signs where you can talk to the member and they'll sign your album also through an assembly line. And there's also pop-ups, which are stores that just open up in normally a old vacant store and they <laughs> sell clothes or merchandise. Yeah, and um, now because of COVID, meet and greets with high touch and stuff, it might be a little different. It might be like a high wave or like something a little more distant. Sometimes you can take group photos where like a group of five people at a time or 10 or like, yeah, two or whatever. Some group of people will go and take a quick photo with their idol. And then for our show, we went to ATs. As I mentioned, there was a pop-up event and we'll discuss that more a little later in this episode. Another thing to consider is fan projects. So sometimes fan clubs will work with the music company, the label that the group you're seeing is with, and with the venue, and they'll agree to do some kind of fan project. So I've been to shows where the fan project was singing a song back to the idols. I've been to ones where 
someone made a bunch of banners and you hold, you're told like, okay, during this song at the encore, we're going to hold up these signs so that the idols can read them, but don't hold it up before then because you want to surprise them with it. So sometimes little fan projects like that can occur and it's a lot of different kinds of fan projects that exist. So look out on social media prior to going to your concert to find out about it if you're interested in participating in a fan project. Another aspect of going to K-pop concert is freebies. Jojo, let us know what freebies are. Usually K-pop fans make little goodie bags or like fan-made photo cards and they're free and you don't feel like you have to take them, but you can if you want to. A lot of you know that light sticks are a big part of K-pop concerts and actually one of the questions I saw on social media was whether light sticks were required for K-pop concerts or not. And Teeny, can you explain to the audience what's the deal is with light sticks? So light sticks are not required to go to a K-pop concert. It's just something fun. Like if you were going to a Western concert, normally they have glow sticks or stuff like that. Or if you go to a festival, they have glow sticks. So it's just something extra that they do for fun to promote their group. But some light stick etiquette is don't be waving your light stick around like no one else is around. There's probably going to be people really close all around you and you don't want to accidentally hit someone in the head I would say to keep your light stick close to your chest not above your head I've seen people do that sometimes and have almost gotten hit by a lot of light sticks because people just put them over their heads yeah don't do that wave your light stick around but not aggressively please another thing you may have heard about when it comes to k-pop concerts is fan chants Jojo what are fan chants During fan chants, usually people chant their names or lyrics at a certain part of the song. Usually, like the chorus or killing parts that they do chant. It's okay if you don't know the chants, though, because a lot of people don't know them, and you can just follow other people's lead around you. Those of you who've been to a lot of Western concerts may have seen opening acts, sometimes two or three opening acts before the main group comes out, the headliner as it is called. But in K-pop, you actually don't often see opening acts necessarily. Sometimes you will. Like when we went to ATs, we actually saw Fellas 2, which is their group of rookies at ATs' company, who were so great. And sometimes a guest who has featured on one of their songs may come out to perform that feature during the concert as a surprise. So one thing you want to consider is the fact that you want to show a lot of support to any artist who comes out and performs at a concert just out of respect, because we've seen sometimes in social media or even at the show itself, people getting a little upset or a little annoyed that someone else is there. And there's this attitude of like, okay, why is this person here? I paid to see, you know, ATs or whoever it is. But if you think about it, getting an opening act or getting a guest is a bonus. You're getting more than one performance. So it's totally a deal. One thing I want to make sure you guys are aware of is the fact that a lot of these K-pop shows have really high production value. And they'll use special effects like pyrotechnics, which is when fire shoots out of the stage, basically strobe lighting, confetti shoots out of little cannons. So if you're near the stage, these special effects can be kind of intense. Like I've been close enough to the stage where I can smell burning every time pyrotechnics went off. Or there's been times when we've been under the confetti that comes out of the confetti cannons. And after a while, the floor can get kind of slippery, especially in like a really slick concrete floor. So just be really cautious and careful when you are around these special effects if you're close to the stage. Another popular aspect of concerts is fan cams. Teeny, why don't you tell us about fan cams? So fan cams are concert footage that people take and upload onto social media. Just be aware that if you're traveling to another country that recording and filming concerts is normally 
disapproved and prohibited and you will get kicked out for not following the rules. And there are rules in the U.S. too. However, they're not as strict on... Usually not as strict. Usually not as strict. They won't kick you out. But there's some things that they are strict on. One of the things concerts are strict on is live streaming. So before you film, make sure you're not live streaming because they'll catch you. And it's not really fun. It's not really fun when they kick you out. <laughs> they'll catch you? You're thrown in jail. No, Just no. Kidding. Okay. You're all not right. thrown in jail. All right. Okay. They might throw you in No, I'm kidding. They might. They, they are really strict in Japan. That's true. A lot of people wanted to use the opportunity of a concert to bring their faves gifts or cards or stuffed animals and plushies. But as a general rule, you probably don't want to bring these types of items. For one thing, you may, you may get them caught at security and taken away or disallowed from bringing them in. And what we've seen is a lot of people bring them anyway somehow and start chucking them on stage which is a huge safety hazard. Okay, so we've been at concerts where idols have specifically asked the crowd not to throw stuff on stage. So please don't do that. A lot of any rules state that you can't bring those items, but if you do, just don't throw them at anyone. Don't chuck them at your fave's head. And while we're talking about safety, let's talk a little bit about crowd safety. You shouldn't push each other because it's very mean if you do that. And you're also hurting the people around you. So if you notice that in the crowd people are rushing towards the stage, I'd advise that you try not to fall. Don't follow them because you could get hurt and you don't want to be crushed in front of a barricade. It could happen like if some member decides to do a saucy dance move, Mingi, or um, something like that. So try not to fall. If you fall, try to get up and... Don't encourage it. Don't push people. Just let them go to the front. We were mentioning earlier that a lot of people want to be by the barricade, but sometimes what happens when like a member comes close to the edge of the stage, people will kind of bum rush the stage. And right at that moment, there could be a disaster, really, if if people aren't careful. So just be aware of your surroundings. Make sure to get help from security or staff if someone faints or someone falls. We've seen ambulance show up and EMT services show up. We've seen so many things go down. So just Really make sure you're hydrated, you're fed, that you're not getting overexcited or you're aware of it. If you are becoming overly excited, if you're overheated, just take care of yourself, take care of everyone else, look around you, be aware of your surroundings. And speaking of being aware of your surroundings, do be somewhat wary of strangers, especially if you're waiting outside the venue for a long time. Stranger danger. If you're waiting outside for like getting a wristband done or whatever, and someone just comes up and starts talking to you. And they don't seem like they're there for the show. They're just some like random person. Kind of, you know, be careful and do try to look out for each other in a line. If you're in a line for hours, you can make buddies with the people in line in front of you and behind you. Okay, so now you're finally at the show. And let's talk about some of the stuff that happens at the show. Like, for example, let's talk about VCRs. Jojo? VCRs are the videos that play up on the screens. Well, usually your babies are like... (laughs) are backstage they're getting changed and like getting rest but also they're really nice like cute little vids so you don't get bored so in between the stages the members will give speeches called men's which are like comments and it just gives them time to rest in between each song most k-pop concerts do include an encore which is when they perform a few more songs after the concert is officially over make sure you don't leave before the encore typically what will happen is they'll kind of run off stage and be like okay thanks bye good night 
And then people will start chanting, encore, encore. And if the house lights don't all come up, which means the show's for real over, like if the show doesn't have an encore for some reason, all the house lights will come up, the staff will come out, they'll start sweeping the stage, they'll be like, get out. But if the house lights stay dim and you don't see staff just, I mean, staff may come out to clean off like confetti or something, but if you don't see them like ushering people away, then just keep staying there, keep chanting encore, encore, and they'll, they'll usually come back out and do a couple more songs at least. Usually if you don't understand what they're saying, there's translators during their ments. Translators usually come over on the loudspeaker and translate the direct translation of another language of what they're saying. Yeah, and most groups do make an effort to speak at least somewhat in English, so you really don't have to worry about not understanding them. Another aspect of concerts in general is bringing in signs like, you know, Hong Jung, I love you or whatever. Uh, I saw a sign actually that said, Hong Jung, will you marry me? Banners, flags. So, Tini, why don't you tell us what to do if you're thinking about bringing in signs, banners, or flags? So, if you're wanting to bring a sign, banner, or flag, just remember to check the rules of their venue. Normally, the venue will have it listed on their website of the certain sizes of signs or whatever you're bringing in listed on their website. And if you're not sure and you don't know if the sign you want to bring in meets the qualifications, you can always contact the venue and ask them, either call them or email them. I would always recommend to email venues and get stuff in writing in case they just they suddenly say, oh, you can't bring this in for some reason. You can say, you know, I emailed in advance and this is what I was told. You can pull up the email. Another thing, though, that I said in my other episode about concert prep is to always be prepared to have anything you bring in thrown away, almost anything, like not your smartphone, obviously, or like your expensive camera but because you never know if like the security person that is checking you into the venue is going to try to throw something away from your bag or whatever also there's a lot of regulations about what types of bags and containers you're allowed to bring in so a lot of stadiums for example now ask that you bring clear bags the dimensions may vary so yeah check with the venue if you're not sure you can email or call them there they'll be more than happy to help you why don't you explain merch teeny so sometimes the k-pop concerts will offer merch available for sale online, which is convenient because you can just go and pick it up and you already know you have it ready. You won't have to worry about it being sold out or anything, but you won't be able to see the items in person until after you get it. So if you're worried about that, you could also just buy it at the venue as long as it's not sold out, but merch sells out pretty quickly. So be aware of that. And when the merch does come out, Um, Make sure you check and look and see if there's anything you want in the first place just so you have a plan of what you're thinking of buying before you actually go to the venue and buy it if you are buying in person. Yeah, and sometimes you can buy it online and they'll ship it to you like from Korea and you can just have it and just know it's going to be there and not worry about it being sold out like Tini said. But um, you may have to wait until after the concert. I know some people like to wear concert merch. If that's your plan, you may not have it in time for the concert, so just be aware of that. Okay, so now let's talk about the concert we saw, which was AT's The Fellowship, Break the Wall, and we saw it in Chicago. So why don't you guys tell us some of your thoughts about the show? I like that Mingi was close to our side at all times. (laughs) Valid point. I liked that too. Anything else? (laughs) So at the beginning of the concert, Hong Jung came out. And he told us that if we needed anything, there were many securities around. And there was also a paramedic in the back who was handing out cups of water if anyone needed water, which was the first time I ever saw that ever at a K-pop concert. So that was nice, reassuring. 
Yeah, and of course, you guys may remember that during the Seoul concerts, we had the tragedy in Itaewon, and ATs was one of the groups who was compelled to perform their concert anyway, just right after that happened. And so I'm sure that was on their mind. So I appreciated him saying that. I appreciated the EMT guy being there and the emergency water. That was great. I liked people's costumes and how they dressed up as ATs from their music videos. And we also dressed up as Hala Hala ATs. And that, that made me happy. It's not super original to dress up like Hala Tees to an ATs concert, but that's okay. We wanted to be cliche, and I think we had fun doing that. And I also like that I saw people dressed as like the light teeny, which is ATs' light stick. And it's very cool, like hourglass looking, and people really rocked their costumes. Also, so it was very cold in Chicago. We were standing in the snow and in the wind. And then once we got in the venue, you know, it started warming up, but everyone was still groggy and cold. And then out of nowhere, confetti blows so loud, it scared me. And then you hear a voice, Mr. Hong Jung, going, Wake up, Chicago. So thanks, Hong Jun. I appreciated that. So another company was conducting a pop-up shop for ATs, which is really exciting. In my other episode about the other uh, concert we went to, I talk about these other extra events. And for ATs, they had pop-ups in most of the cities, if not all the cities, where exclusive merch was being sold that wasn't being sold at the actual concert. And the new light stick that came out, the Light Teeny version 2, was being sold there. The pop-up store was supposed to be available for everyone so you can like shop and you know they were going to have the AT's actual costumes from the from the gorilla video and unfortunately due to the weather in Chicago it was coming I think from Texas they didn't have all their merch there so they said actually the pop is going to be closed unless you have a pre-ordered item that you're going to be picking up so luckily I guess luckily and unluckily <laughs> we had pre-ordered merchandise that we were going to be picking up and so right after we went to the wristband line, or not the wristband line, whatever that line was in the beginning for VIP, we went to the pop-up shop. It was so cold. And then Jojo and Teeny couldn't even stay out there that long because it was so cold. They were just I like, yeah, they went back to the hotel and it was so cold that Hong Jung noticed later at the show, he was like, you guys are so cold, right? Because we had to get in like four lines. We went to like a wristbanding line, the VIP line, the pop-up line. I guess they heard about it or they noticed it or something or he saw us. And so he's like, you guys are really cold, right? And at first, like people were like, just kind of nodding like, oh, yeah. And at one point, all the people in our section of the floor was like, yes, we were so cold. It was so cold. But it was so worth it because it was so great and so fun. We could see the venue from our hotel. And I advise you find a hotel close enough to the venue you're going to be seeing your idols at because... Like Mina said, there's a lot of back and forth. We had to wait in multiple lines. And if you're staying in town and you're not from there, it'll be expensive to go back and forth with Ubers or driving your own car because gas is expensive if you stay at a faraway hotel. So make sure you stay or try to stay at a close hotel. When performing Hala Hala on the screens when they were performing they were in their outfits and their uniforms or whatever the regular uniforms their regular outfits but then on the screen there's a black and white version of them and like an actual like the halahala people and they would like switch and like glitch the screen even though it wasn't happening in real life yeah i don't know if that made sense but basically they were performing as regular ats and then this big giant concert stage screens would glitch and show the halahala versions of them for like a second and then back to like the real-time video of them dancing in their concert outfits. 
Which song do you think was the most popular that people love the most? Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, right? Cyberpunk. Because cyberpunk's on. <laughs> cyberpunk. I like the reel at the end of the encore because everyone was like, break dancing. And they brought out their like special special guests, special what? dancers. What are they called? BB Tripping. BB. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, my bad. What's they it called? Yeah, BB Shipping was there. The yeah, whole they were time. there the whole time, but like that, the real made it even better because they like had their own solo solo dance breaks for what everyone. You think fellas too. I loved KQ Fellas Two because some of them are from One the Nine, and I watched that survival show every single day. It was like the best show in my life. KQ Fellas 2 was something else, and it was, like, so worth it for them to, like, open for that. ATs. It's, it was so good. I would like to apologize to Hong Joon, because, so, he was telling us that it was the final song, and it just wasn't clicking in anyone's brain, I don't think, because no one said anything, and, um, he was offended. He was like, wow, you guys aren't sad, this is the final song. I think the cold got to us, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, we were sad. Once I was sad, once I realized what was happening. So, sorry, Hong Chun. I'll cry next time. Don't worry. Also, Jong Ho, like, he's taller in real life than I thought he would be. <laughs> that That's all I have to say. Because, like, I don't know. He just Jong-ho seems looked like he, what I expected him he, to He just seems taller than I thought he would be. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> also, Ho walked out, and I saw him, and I was like, oh, I know that guy. Hey, he looks like Sunghua. Anyways, <laughs> oh my god, I'm at an 80s concert. That is Sunghua. Yeah. So, you lose your brain a little bit. If by chance you do want them to see you or read your sign, I have to say sound check seems to be like the place in time for that to happen because the lights are not completely dim for sound check. Actually, when we were at another concert, like broad daylight was streaming in through the stadium venue and they could totally see us totally reading our signs. I saw Wu Young reading all our signs and just like smirking at the funny ones. The best part of the concert was also when everyone was reading the signs again, but then when also Mingi walked up near us and he was like reading all of our signs and I had a fix on sign and he thumbs up me and I was like this is the best moment of my Wait, life sign, say it one more time fixed on sign Which is like tagline and he saw it yes and he thumbs up me and I felt really happy because he noticed my hard work and efforts and my okay, sign yeah first of all we, yeah, first of all, we <laughs> made that sign for you you gave up well Mingi noticed. And that's all that matters to me. One other piece of advice I would give is if you're going to be bringing a sign, just be mindful of your boundaries as a fan. Some people brought some questionable <laughs> signs in or like, you know, yelling questionable things at them. And, you know, like I get it because like we, you know, think that we have this fan and artist relationship. And that's one thing. But like we're not don't get overly familiar. Don't cross any boundaries. Don't say things that are kind of tacky or a little too edgy because you might make them uncomfortable and we wouldn't want to do that your phone does not need to be in the viewpoint of Wu young okay <laughs> what if he wants to take a selfie you know hand him your phone <laughs> don't obstruct my view or anyone else's view please i loved all the 80s members performances they did so good and i really love hong Chun. that he's such a good leader 
at one point during his Met Yosung was like, I read a book and I was like, oh my God, he read a book. Dude, come on my podcast. We can talk about Korean. Talk about Korean books on my podcast with me. Let's go, Yosung. Let's go. Please bring Yosung onto the podcast if anyone has connections. Um, that'd be really helpful. Hong Jung, if you're listening. <laughs> San was like so good. Like in real life. He doesn't seem real, but he is. And you're like, he's still, he literally, I thought he was a robot the whole time. And, um, like when he came over, I was like, oh. And then I directly looked away because I couldn't even look at him like face to face. Yeah. Also his like outfits. Okay. Whoever did that. Okay. Cutting the mic. Okay, well, even though you've been to so many concerts with me, and even though I've done so many podcast episodes, I haven't had a chance to have you guys on my podcast yet until now, so I would like to thank you guys so much. You did a great job for your very first ever podcast. Thanks for being good concert buddies. Thanks for being on my podcast. Follow Mina's podcast, the K-pop bookshelf podcast, because it's pretty cool. I listen to all the episodes. Number one fan, for real. Thank you for having me.